This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today, I have the opportunity to speak with Cody Steele before he makes his professional MMA debut at Fury Fighting Championship 56. My name is Cody Steele. Uh, I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu, going over to MMA, and I train out of Austin, Texas. All right, so Austin, Texas right now is widely known as the jiu-jitsu capital of the world, and a big part of that is is your team and what y'all are doing. Did y'all see this coming? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, we didn't really see that coming. Honestly, we just uh, come. We were like in a little small gym, and just me and a couple of my boys, and uh, we just were just competing all over the world. But now, you know, with COVID and everything, all the jujitsu guys are moving here now. So it's like a jujitsu hub in Texas here in Austin. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and this transition to MMA, what sparked this? Is this something you've always wanted to do, or is this something that just came up recently? Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've always had the intentions of going into MMA. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu just kind of started taking off for me. Uh, thankfully, it was, it was pretty cool, but it just started taking off for me. And then I did... Um, like I wanted to fight as like a white belt. Like I was white belt, I was ready to go into MMA, but my uh, professor was like no let's wait till at least you're a, <clears throat> a purple belt and then i waited till i was a purple belt but then i just felt like my jiu-jitsu was growing a lot and i was learning a lot and then i started kind of making a little name for myself through jiu-jitsu so i was like let me just run through this and just uh, see where this goes yeah so fury 56 is taking place in san, o- san antonio texas this weekend and this is going to be your professional debut i mean uh Leading up to this event this weekend, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. You know, I feel calm and I feel like um, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And, you know, I feel good. There's nothing. I don't even feel like I'm fighting this weekend. Um, so I'm just. Yeah. And that's going to be. Do you know anything about your opponent? Um, not a whole lot. I know he's, he's got a pretty good record on him. Uh, he's a southpaw. But besides that, I don't think he really has any, uh, he's like a specialist in anything. I think he's just a really tough fighter. He fights on his feet, fights on the ground, fights against the cage. So um, anywhere and everywhere we go, you know, he's going to have something for me. So, yeah. So the, those amateur fights that you had, did they go the way that you expected? And and how, what were the outcomes of those? Um, yeah, I got, uh, I finished both of my fights. Um, it was good. You know, my first fight, I found myself like hunting a lot. Like I was really trying to look for the knockout and I was just hunting and making a lot of um, mistakes and stuff. But I was able to get a knockout in that fight in the third round, which I kind of was like predicting I was going to happen because I wanted to get comfortable in the cage and just feel it. Uh, my second amateur fight, uh, I just felt like I up I upgraded big time from my last fight and stuff. So like I plan on going four rounds in that fight, but instead uh, I ended up just like catching them. But I just I just felt a lot better and I was a little bit more aware. It felt like a sparring session out there for me. So um, yeah, I mean I did that and knocked him out, and then. Now I just was deciding, like, I don't really want to waste too much time here at Amateur. I just want to go fight in the bigger leagues. I've done, like, smokers, and I've done, like, striking tournaments, and I've competed, like, a ton in wrestling and a ton in jiu-jitsu. So I just want to, you know, just just go, you know. Yeah, how much has competing in wrestling and jiu-jitsu prepared you for MMA? Um, I think a lot, you know. Like, I feel like wrestling, I've gotten in those reps, and – 
I've lost a lot. Like, you know, coming up through wrestling, I remember losing a ton. And then jujitsu, same thing. You know, I've, I've, I've been able to like kind of run through the ranks and try to like work my way up through rankings. And then fighting under like big lights, like I fought on like, I, don't, I feel like I fought on just about every jujitsu promotion there is. And the, the lights and the camera and the crowd, like, it just it really doesn't affect me or anything like that if anything i feel like it makes me way more sharp way more ready to compete and perform and put shows on so i don't think it's going to be um much different for me you know what what do you have to prove in this fight specifically as your debut and has there been naysayers or people that have doubted this transition um not too much some people might have said to me like they think i'm going pro too fast but like Honestly, they're just some of the people that have told me that are just guys who don't really know what they're talking about. So I just listen to my coaches and stuff like that and my friends and my family and people who see me train and things. But I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get after it and just make a statement this weekend and have fun with it. How much do you train? I follow you on social media and it looks like, I mean, there's a lot. It even looks like maybe where you live is transitioned into a training facility. <laughs> Yeah, I train. I pretty much train every day. Uh, I have certain days where I push um, out of the week. And then I have certain days where it's like a more chill day for me where I'm just focusing a lot of drilling. But for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm training. I mean, I've turned my house into like a, a dojo. You know, we have like bags and weight equipment. We have like a full like uh, workout system thing in the garage. And then we have inside like this like loft area. It's like we got mats and wall mats and so it's every day. Yeah. Does the does the house, does it have a, a gym name or a name that it's known as? Yeah, we call it uh, Pumpkin's Dojo. Uh, I have a cat. She's really chunky, but she's really cool. And she's like our little mascot. So it's like Pumpkin's Dojo, Pumpkin's Palace. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, the name Pumpkin, I was like, that sounds like a pet. That's a, that's a cat. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. And, you know, at the house... Is there is there roommates there that, that train with you or teammates that come over just want extra training? Yeah, so I have uh, my boy. He's uh, Keaton. He he trains. He we he's my roommate. He's a brown belt in jujitsu. And then I also have my buddy uh, Caleb. Uh, we call him Sausage, but like he uh, he lives he lives with us too, and um, he's also a brown belt in jujitsu. So. He, uh, we all train together. We train all the time. And then I'm like five minutes from like my gym where I train at. So I like, I'll have some guys come through and like they'll hold mitts or we get some jujitsu rounds in or some, or we like focus on some type of drills and things like that. So, yeah. So, okay. So outside of, of training and combat sports, you know, growing up, were there any, you know, traditional sports that you played? And is there anything that you try and do now, I guess, to relax or, or change, change uh, pace for a little bit? I used to play baseball and football back in the day, like when I was in like like elementary, middle school, high school and stuff. Um, I always really loved playing football, but it was more of a hobby for me because I realized I was not going to go to the NFL or anything like that. So I was like, that's no cool. That's not cool. But um, as of like things outside of training, I don't know. You know, I'm trying to find more hobbies and do more things. But as of now, it's like a lot of studying, watching fights and drilling and things like that. If I ever have time just to chill, it's like the UFC has like fight nights like every weekend now. So it's like we just grill out at the house, watch fights, and then I'm passing out and getting ready for the week to train again. Yeah. And Austin's a pretty cool place to live. And I think that's a part of why so many uh, practitioners are moving there. 
it's it's a how do you how do you feel and do you enjoy living in austin yeah it, it's re it's really cool living here in austin like i like if i like want to go out on the weekend and hang out with my friends like i always know austin's like popping off downtown and there's always fun stuff to do um i and there's like lakes there's like a bunch of like they have like labor lake and like really cool parks here um i'm trying to get myself to go out more and do more things outside of training and just go out and chill but yeah i don't i don't use austin to the fullest but i'm trying to be better this year and yeah a little bit more okay so again if you are just now tuning in cody Steele is going to be making his professional debut this weekend for fury fighting championship how would you describe your style and you know with you getting the two finishes what are some things that you're excited to be able to show in, in that fight this weekend um I don't really know my style yet. Um, I know I like to, I like to, like, I really enjoy uh, stand up and throwing hands and testing myself there. Um, but I feel like I'm better on the wall and I'm better on the ground. And I have like a good submission arsenal under me that I, I'm very confident I can use if I need it. Um, but I just want to be able to fight everywhere. And I feel like I'm comfortable on my feet, I'm comfortable on the ground, comfortable enough on the cage. And um, I want to be able to be a smart fighter, have a good IQ out there and be able to adjust every round and push the pace on people and put on, honestly, just really exciting, entertaining fights. Yeah. So I had to bring up Level Black in that collaboration that y'all did with the Wrestle Jitsu. Is that something that that you had kind of, I guess, coined or wanted to, to make known? Yeah. Um, yeah, like what Level Black, Level Black's like my sponsor um, and they help me out and he helps me out so much and um, he's a really good dude, man. And uh, yeah, like through my jujitsu career, I, I use a lot of my wrestling and I mix up a lot of like uh, my submissions with it. But yeah, I just always, I bring a big high pace in jujitsu and in jujitsu, I feel like most people want me just put on like really good, entertaining, fun fights to watch through, through there, you know, mm -hmm. so with jiu-jitsu what other goals do you want to accomplish in your career and then i guess the same for for mma um jiu-jitsu i would love to uh go to the adcs um that's like where the top grapplers go it's like the olympics of our sport and that's where i'm trying to that's where i see myself going hopefully this year um and being able to win that and then for mma uh I'm just looking to collect some belts and get some titles and make a name for myself out there. You know, um, I want to show the world, you know, how, how entertaining I can be in my style. Yeah. And so for the rest of this year, how many more times uh, do you want to try and get some fights in? Um, <clears throat> I want to be as active as possible this year. For me, this year is about uh, getting that experience in the cage, uh, getting some fights in under me and uh just getting better in training and being consistent this year you know i would love to get like four fights in this year maybe five but you know if i can keep my body healthy and be smart and everything then that you know that's the goal i'd really like to get that many fights in and then next year set myself up big for next year i saw on an, inst on an instagram story that you put up there was something about the nelk boys and not and them not coming to see you this weekend what's going on there yeah so Man, it, it's funny, like, me and my buddy, we, uh, me and Keaton, we, we watch, or me and my roommates, we watch, like, Steve will do it, the Nelk Boys and, and stuff like that. And we're like, 
and then we saw like Shooter Sean like hanging out with these guys. And I was like, man, I was like, I was like, I feel like they would totally dig that. I was like, if we were chilling with them, they're like, man, these guys, these guys are cool, you know? And so like we were always we'd always talk about I was like, all right, like I'm gonna I'm gonna merge some guys, I'm gonna get to the UFC, I'm gonna somehow the stars are gonna line up, but we cross our paths and it's gonna it, we're gonna be boys and it's just gonna be chill and it's gonna be awesome. And then um and then one day, uh, my roommate Keaton, he was like, dude, he's like, I just like, I was just listening to this podcast. He's like, you got to listen to it. And it's from the Nelk boys and the Nelk and Kyle while it was on there. He was talking like, yeah. So he's like this next year, we're going to like Dana White looking for a fight. You know, we're going to look to get a, um, we're going to, we want to sponsor like a fighter and get behind them and just like ride on them. And like, but we want a good guy to like ride on and someone with like potential and things like that. And Man, when we heard that, he was like telling me about it. We were listening to it. I was like getting like goosebumps. I was like, dude, I was like, we already talked about this. And now it's like coming into existence, you know? And so, yeah, so it's kind of like it came up. And then I was like, okay, well, I think I'm like scheduled to fight in Nashville uh, for Dana White looking for a fight in April. So I was like, that's when it's going to happen. Like, that's it. And then I caught wind that they're going to Kansas in, on um, this weekend. So I was like, what the yeah i was like dang and then i was like i gotta i gotta swindle this i gotta do something and so yeah so now uh i'm trying to get their attention and bring that bring that over here you know because i mean once they see me fight i'm pretty sure that's like yeah that's the guy we're looking for i think it'd be a great collaboration you know even do you think that like the pumpkin dojo you know your, your house the training you and your and your buddies would it make a good reality show I think so. You know, I mean, we're going to start a YouTube channel uh, this year. We have like a camera guy now and he's, he's going to help us with the YouTube and he's like over at our house uh, filming us like three times a week, even more if we need it. And he edits our videos now and things like that. So like, we're just, you know, we're just, we just, we're going to work hard, be consistent and, you know, I think the stars will align in one day and it's going to just happen and the opportunity is going to be here and we're just going to send these dingers out the park, you know, but um, yeah, we're going to, we definitely, we're going to try to mix it up this year. I, I think stuff like that just helps grow the sport because it's mm -hmm. entertaining in a point, you know, if somebody, if their main thing is like, I don't want to watch MMA, hey, if they build that connection with someone, so I love it. The more good content and you put out a ton of great, a great content you and, and your guys at the, at the gym as well so that'll just only get more eyes there as well for sure yeah like we're gonna do a lot of stuff it'll be from like you know dieting to training to working out to us you know going downtown in austin checking places out where we like to go what we like to do um you know the the things are endless in the, in that department so we're gonna try to make moves on that this year and and show the, and kind of spread the word about jujitsu and everything you know so, so this weekend, Cody Stills making his professional debut at Fury Fighting Championship 56 in San Antonio. Can you share your experience fighting for Fury? Has it been good for you? And, um, I mean, anything you'd like to share about them? And they, uh, Eric puts on a really good show. He's, uh, he's, he's like, got it down now. Like he, he gets fights. He, he knows how to set up the stage. He's got the lights. He's got the cameras. He's 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 the next like big promotion you know like there's other promotions you know like uh lfa and all these other ones but like i believe like his promotion is doing this and i feel like i'm catching that wave right now 
And, you know, so I want to help him and I want to put on good fights and bring some attention to him because he deserves it, you know. And you also had the opportunity to go and represent Fury Fighting Championship at the UFC Apex. From what I understand, it was the first time that jiu-jitsu or grappling competition has been in the Apex. What was that experience like? Uh, it was it was good. It was really fun. Um, it was tough. There's some tough competitors in there, but... Yeah, that was uh, that was a really cool. I felt like the coolest thing about it was I got to go into the UFC Apex and like compete in there, and I just felt like you know, like I said, all the stars are slowly going to line up, and I'm just already getting into the Apex, getting used to what's around. And so when I first get there, it's not going to be anything too new to me. You know, it's just going to be like, all right, you know, here we go. You know, I'm I'm just building myself to those moments. Earlier, you had mentioned. I, almost like visualizing and, and talking and speaking things into existence, even was about the Nelk boys. Is that something you're a big, I guess, proponent of, you know, r- writing stuff down or visualizing it first and seeing it come to pass? Yeah, um, definitely. It's, uh, it's something that I've been doing a lot this past like two years is like um, journaling my thoughts and speaking and talking and like, you know, I feel like I almost sometimes I'm a broken record, you know, I'm talking to my roommates and I'm just like, I tell them how, what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to, when I go to trials, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. When I do my fight, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to move my, I'm going to calf kick them. And then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to send an overhand, you know, like I talk about it so much and then I visualize it so much. And then I, I drill it so much where like when I'm in the cage or I'm competing, it's like, I've already been there before. And, you know, and I like I think I think it is like a big, um, a big thing. You know, I just I just talk about it. I work towards it, and you know, it's gonna come true. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Now I get to talk to a lot of really interesting people, and that's just one of the the reoccurring themes that that I've seen is they just write these things down. You know, talk about it, envision it. Um, if somebody did see like your goal list, do you think that people would be like, "Hey, you don't need to be so so out there," like, or that's crazy? Um, I don't know. You know, I feel like sometimes, like, I think one of the things is most people don't really actually believe, believe it, you know, they don't believe in themselves. And that's one thing, like through competing through jujitsu, I was never was like, I mean, it's really hard. Like I never really believed in myself totally. Like, it's just, it's hard to see yourself when you're lined up against someone that you've like looked up to and then you're competing against them and you're like, dang, how am I supposed to beat this guy? You know? But now it's like, you know, I really believe in my uh, hard work and that's what gives me my confidence is I know that I work hard and whatever's going to happen on a competition day is going to happen. But I know I literally did everything I could through diet, mental pop, uh, parts of the game and training and jujitsu and drilling and all that. Like I can't be more prepared for the moments that I set myself up with. Is there something specifically that led to that switch from whenever you started jujitsu and saying like, hey, no, I really am believing this stuff now? Or is it just seeing the hard work that you put in? Yeah, it's weird because I would win some things and I would just think I was like lucky. I'm like, oh, I just got lucky. Like, you know, like it's not, it wasn't uh, anything like that. Like I would win, like I won one combat jujitsu. I was like, oh, I just got lucky. You know, I got lucky. But at the end of the day, when I look back, it's like, no, like I just, I put a lot of work in. I wake up early. I do my strength and conditioning. I do my drills. I do a lot. And sometimes when I ask people what they do, they, uh, they'll be training. And I'm like, what do you, what's your training schedule? Like, oh, I train in the morning, jujitsu. And then I train at night, jujitsu. And I was like, okay, well, it's like, 
I do that too, you know? And then, but I do more off the mat. So it's like, how are you going to beat me on the mat if you're not even beating me off the mat? You know, a lot more goes into it, I feel like. Okay. Uh, earlier, you were mentioning a little bit about diet. You just kind of, when what actually goes into your diet? What do you walk around at? And how familiar and easy or hard is it cu- uh, to cut weight for you? Um, My body, like, it's pretty good at dropping weight. Um, I used to lift a lot of heavy weight. Like, I would get under a big barbell. But that that just honestly just puts a lot of mass on me. So I do different type of workouts and things like that. Um, diet, I've been, like, eating a lot of steaks. But now I kind of have, like, a nutritionist. So my meals are a lot different. Um I, uh, my weight, I walk around normally at like 180, 178, but now with this nutritionist, she's got me walking a little bit smaller and it's just going to prepare me for, uh, when I cut down to 155. Okay. Whenever it comes to like your roommates, is everybody kind of in on, in on the the diet or, or like supporting at least, or does it make it more difficult if someone's not watching their diet as closely? Uh, my buddy, my roommate Keaton, he's always with me. Like, that guy's with me all the time, 24-7. He'll admits from me. He drills with me. He, like, helps me a lot. He eats with me. Like, we eat the same, but he just eat, he'll just eat more. Like, I'll have, like, a certain type of proportion, and then he'll have, like, probably triple that, you know? And then uh, my other roommate, uh, Caleb, he he kind of eats. He'll sometimes eat with us, but he'll kind of eat his own thing. He's, like, Pete Terry. He's, like, every day is insane. But he, he is, yeah, it's nuts. Is your nutritionist local? Or is there somebody else that you're working with somewhere else? Uh, she, I, I believe she lives in she lives in Vegas. I think she works like at the uh, PI UFC PI. That's awesome. Um, whenever it comes to people that you look up to, whether that's in jujitsu or MMA, who are some of those names that you've, I guess, even looked to for advice or just watched their instructionals or modeled your your game after? Um, man, it's so hard. You know, there's so many guys. Uh, I mean, like jujitsu wise, I've watched a lot of jujitsu guys kind of like I've taken like a little bit of piece of some guys, you know, like I watch a lot of JT Torres, Gary Tonin, um, Hanato Canuto, those guys, um, and like MMA, I kind of watch just like a variety of people. Um, but like someone I go to for advice and someone that I look up to is like my professor, uh, Rodrigo. He's, uh, he's been with me since I've been a white belt. Uh, he's kind of brought me up. He's like my dad, you know, and he just gives me really good advice all the time. He's been, yeah, he, if I, if I didn't have that guy, I wouldn't, I would definitely want to be where I'm sitting now, you know? Yes. How about any other crossovers, you know, from, from jujitsu to MMA, is there anything else you'd like to, to experience in the future or compete at, compete in? Um, as of now, you know, not too much, you know, I just got my eyes set on, uh, just, and, uh, I just got my eyes set on just making, getting these wins and moving on and seeing what, seeing what the future holds, you know, maybe the UFC, maybe something, you know, something that's going to pay and be able to put me on a good platform so I can show everybody what I've been working hard for. Awesome. Okay. I got one final question. If somebody hasn't watched you fight before, why do they need to either subscribe or tune into UFC Fight Pass this weekend, Sunday, to watch you compete for Fury Fighting Championship? And, and what will they see? What can they expect? Oh, man. Just honestly, just fireworks, great technique, um, smart fighting, and explosive fighting. And uh, 
people like to watch finishes, then they need to watch me fight because I'm definitely finishing this guy this weekend, 100%. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to share today? I think I'm good. Thank you for having me.